Since time began, men and women have had strange experiences for which there is no explanation, except in the secrets the ancient magicians knew. But for centuries, their secrets have been guarded in the hidden places of the Far East. Today, perhaps, Frank Chandler has discovered them, as people say. Is this too incredible? How do you know it isn't true? The makers of White King Granulated Soap present for your enjoyment every week at this hour, Chandu, the magician. Some time ago, a curious rumor drifted out of the mountains of northern India about a man, an American named Chandler, who had somehow come to be called Chandu, the magician. In London's Whitehall and Washington's Pentagon, there were men who knew part of the story, though they would have denied it. But as far as the outside world is concerned, it began one morning last summer in a grim, gray stone building on a remote Indian mountainside. On a low table, a crystal ball caught flashes of sunlight. Beside it sat a very old man in the robe of a yogi, motionless, waiting. Chandu, the magician. I am here, my teacher. Seat thyself with me by the crystal. My son whom I have called Chandu. You've sent for me to say I must prepare to leave India. It is written that thou must take up thy work. The work I once did is finished. You know I resigned from the service at the end of the war because I came here to study with you. I say again, thy work is not yet done. But I still have so much to... Why, why there's a great shadow across the valley and an icy wind... Like the breath of fear. The shadow and the fear are over the world, my son. Look with me into the crystal. Tell me what is revealed to thee. A room. Candlelight. A divan. Table. Wall hangings with figures of ancient Egyptian gods. It looks like rooms I've seen in Cairo. The men... Are their faces not clear to you? I see only one man. There is a shadowy figure across the table from him, but why can't I see his face? The time will come when thou wilt see him clearly. Even now his voice may come to thee. Be silent and listen. Douglas, you will do as I say. All right. I'm not one of your tame Arabs. Don't bully me. This formula is the one thing I need to hold the world in my hand. Yes. And don't forget I'm in this with you. You have yet to prove. I'll do anything and you know it. Didn't I poison that girl, Mitzi, what's her name, in Vienna? Yes, yes, but this requires more skill than killing. Douglas, you will go to California and meet Mrs. Regent. Ah, yes. A charming widow. Regent. That's my sister's name. Who was Regent Roxor? Roxor. At least I know his name. You never heard of Robert Regent, the chemist, the genius? Robert Regent was my brother-in-law. The world knew him, Douglas. Who can this man be? So, you will go to Beverly Hills. Here is the address. The formula is in that house. 
Bring it to me here. Leave it to me. Does Mrs. Regent live there alone? Except for her children. She has a brother who would have stood in my way. My teacher, no who is this man? Are you sure the brother is out of the way for good, Ronsel? I have had him watched. He is in India, studying some sort of East Indian sorcery. Sorcery? Magic! This is the way the world would regard thy occult knowledge, my son. Sorcery? Tell me, Roxy. Tricks, tricks. You need not concern yourself with such things. But I've always been fascinated with magic. For years I've been Enough, reading... Enough, I say. You will bring me the regent formula. When I have it, the world will be mine. The picture's gone. You're right, my teacher. I must go to California. I only wish I knew when that Douglas left Egypt. My son, the senses of time and space are only illusions, as thou knowest. Yes. I can be there in an instant. I can be there now. What better place for a vacation than Beverly Hills? <laughs> oh, the cigarettes are in the blue box, Gordon. Oh, I know. Thank you, Dorothy. Go on, Monsieur Douglas. Yes. I never thought we'd really know a foreign correspondent. Oh, now, children. Stop acting as if you were a foreign correspondent in the movies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a job, you know, kids. We're not heroes. Uh, the men I admire are the scientists. Working behind the scenes at all sorts of risky experiments... Your husband was a man like that, wasn't he, Dorothy? Yes. Did you know Daddy, Mr. Douglas? No, no, but of course, everyone's heard of him. You bet. He could have done great things during the war. When the list of atomic scientists first came out, I couldn't help thinking what a shame Robert Regent's name couldn't have been on it. We thought about that, too. Remember, Betts? We talked about it. Mm -hmm. Dorothy, did he leave much unfinished work when he went to Europe that last time? I don't know. What became of his notes? Whatever he left is still in his laboratory. Why, he might have left formulas that would be worth a fortune. Well, I wouldn't know what to do with them if he had, Gordon. Oh, of course not. I know this is none of my business, Dorothy, but I have a friend who is a chemist. Oh, excuse I... me, Gordon. Bob, Millie and Frieda are out tonight. Oh, I'll see who it is. Good evening. Is Mrs. Regent in? Why? I'm her brother, Frank Chandler. You're... Huh? Mother, listen to him. You mean your Uncle Frank? Frank, where did you come from? Oh, why, why didn't you let me know? Well, I left in rather a hurry, Dot. Oh, I almost fell over when I opened the door. It was just as if you popped in from nowhere. Well, I can't believe it. Oh, I'm so glad to see you. Why, you're as brown as an Indian. Oh, jeepers, I thought you were a myth. Well, I hope not, Mom. Oh, come into the living room and let us look at you. Gordon, this uh -huh. is my brother, Frank Chandler, Gordon Douglas. Mr. Douglas, uh, how, how do you, you do? Well, Frank hasn't been home since two or three years before the war, Gordon. Oh, sit down, Frank. Why, you've never even seen this house, have you? No. Uh, I, I think I'd better run along, Dorothy. You'll have a lot to talk about. I'll see you in a day or two. Well, come to dinner on Friday. I'd like to. Good night. Good night, Mr. Douglas. Good night, Mr. Douglas. Good night, Mr. Douglas. Good night, Bob. Dorothy. Who is Douglas? Well... It was funny, Uncle Frank. Mr. Douglas had a flat tire one night right out in front of the house. 
And he came in to call the auto club. <laughs> That's how we met him. When was this? Oh, several weeks ago. Yeah. He took one look at Mom and fell on his face. <laughs> oh, Bob. I see. It turned out he knew the Spencers, too. Did you think he's someone you used to know? I've seen him. Dot, has he ever asked you anything about Robert's papers? You must be a mind reader. Has he, Dot? Well, he did speak about them just tonight. Oh, but let's not talk about Gordon. I want to know what you've been doing. Oh, in a minute. Are you sure Douglas hasn't seen any of Robert's notes? Well, nobody's seen them. Robert had a library and a laboratory in the other wing of the house. No one's been in there for ten years. I suppose you have no idea what he was working on before he went away. Not the faintest. You know, Frank, somehow I felt as if... If his things were there just as he left them, someday he'd come back. That sounds childish, and it is. Mother, it is not. I know how you feel, Dot. But would you mind if I had a look around in there? Oh, of course not, Frank. Now, let's hear what you've been doing. You know you haven't changed a bit. (laughs) Oh, yes, I have. Now, where's the door to those rooms of Robert's? Across the hall from the dining room. You're not going in there tonight. It's ten o'clock. Well... But not tonight. You must be dead after that long trip. No, but... All right, I'll wait. But I am going in there the first thing tomorrow morning. library, Frank. Ooh, just look at the dust. Everything's covered with it. Yes. If Dad went through all these books... Uh, wait, Bob. Stand still. Huh? What are you looking at, Uncle Frank? Someone's been in here. Well, that's impossible, Frank. Look at the rug. What? See? The footprints in the dust. Why, yes, but... Made recently, too. Oh. And they go straight over to the filing cabinet. Holy Moses. I knew I should have come in here last night. What? Didn't you think it was a little odd that Douglas should be so interested in Robert's papers? Why, not at all. He was only trying to do me a favor. He remembers Robert. So many people still do. I happen to know he never heard of Robert until recently. How can you possibly know that? Uncle Frank, Mr. Douglas wouldn't be such a snoop. Anyway, the door was locked. You think he got in by magic? What's that? Oh, I'm just kidding. He was always talking about magic. No. Oh, Dad, look here. What is it? A letter addressed to you. It's clipped to a folder with a red tab marked urgent. Is this Robert's handwriting? Oh, yes. Yes, it is. And I've left it here all these years. How could I? Don't, Mother. What does it say? It says, My dear Dorothy. Oh, Robert. Darling. I can't bear to see you cry. Mom, would it be any easier to take if one of us read it? Here, Frank. Hmm. Well, it's a business letter, Dot. It says the folder contains the drawings and the formula of some new process Robert had developed. Oh. But listen to this. One man suspects they exist, so I keep them for protection. But I cannot take the responsibility of giving such a process to an unstable world. Immediately upon my death, burn the contents of this folder unread. For Pete's sake. It sounds like the atom bomb. Nobody'd care about that now, Bob. You think not? Well, at least we can burn them now. The folder's empty, Dot. Oh, no. Where's the telephone? 
In the hall? Why? Where's Douglas been staying? Why, he's at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Frank, wait, you're not going to accuse him of taking that formula. I'd be surprised if I get him at all. Do you know the number? Well, it's on the pad there, but Frank, it's ridiculous to suspect a man like Gordon Douglas just because he happened to speak about Robert last night. Yeah, you'll see him. Hello? Uh, Mr. Douglas. Gordon Douglas, please. Oh, has he? Or did he leave a forwarding address? He can't have gone. Checked out. No forwarding address. But he said he'd come to dinner on Friday. As I remember it better, he only said he'd like to. Well, it looks as if I won't be here either. Frank Chandler, did you come all the way from India just to keep that formula from being stolen? How did you know it was even here? That's a long story, Betty. I'll have to leave right away. You don't know where Mr. Douglas went. He went to Egypt. To Egypt? What made you think so? How do you know? I just know, that's all. And as soon as I collect a little information on Douglas, I'm going there, too. Portugal. Portela Airport, just outside Lisbon. The passenger waiting room. It is early evening as we return to Chandu, the magician. Senor Douglas? Mm -hmm. Oh, Jean, I thought you weren't meeting me this time. What is it? There is a message from Washington, senor. Let's walk outside. It's almost time for my plane to leave. Now, hurry. A man named Chandler has been asking questions in Washington, senor. About me? Sing. What is your work? Is your name not Douglas, but another name? That's funny. Is that all? No, senor. He is believed to be on his way to Cairo. The devil, you say. Must have found out the region formula was gone. You have orders for me, senor? You bet I have. Chandler will have to come through here. See if you can get him off that plane. A message, anything. Once he meets you... You know what to do. <laughs> Sing, senor. An accident uh, too near the airplane propeller, perhaps a fall? I'll leave that up to you. Oh, I've got to get aboard. If you miss him here, I'll take care of him when he gets to Cairo. Good evening, sir. Good evening. What? Why, Mr. Chandler. You haven't been in Cairo for a long time. I hope the hotel's not as crowded as it was during the war. Heaven forbid. I'm surprised you can remember anyone who was here then. We have good reason to remember you, sir. Mr. Chandler, you here? Why, Mr. Douglas, how are you? Fine, thanks. Well, you get around, don't you? India, California, Egypt. Oh, I have business here. I just stopped off in California on my way. Oh. It was the long way around, but I haven't seen my sister for years, you know. I remember. Well, how is she? I was sorry to leave in such a hurry, but I got a rush assignment. Oh, Dorothy, I understand it. Are you staying here at the hotel? Yes, although I'd rather have stayed at Mena House. It's out of town, just down the hill from the pyramids and the Sphinx. I know. Oh, yes, I did hear the clerk say you'd been here before. Look here, have you any plans for this evening? Well, there's a man I have to see, but I suppose I could wait until morning. Why? Let's go over here and sit down, and I'll tell you. Yeah. Cigarette? I have some, thanks. What were you going to say? Well, 
have you ever heard there's supposed to be a tunnel under the Sphinx? Connecting the Sphinx with the Great Pyramid? Mm-hmm. Yes, that must be one of the oldest stories in the world. You don't believe that tunnel exists? I didn't say that. Oh, I know dozens of archaeologists have looked for it, but those old Egyptians were too smart for them. They concealed the entrance so well it's never been found. You're not suggesting that we can go out there tonight and find it just like that? Now, what would you say if I told you I know how to get into that tunnel? Do you know? Yes. Imagine opening a door that's been closed for 6,000 years. There's no telling what might be in there. No, that's true. I've been fascinated with stories of ancient Egypt as long as I can remember. I've read every book I could lay my hands on. You haven't found a way into that tunnel by reading a book. There were no books in those days. Well, of course not. In an old Greek manuscript, I found it. Greek? Yes. I had it translated by an old monk. I tell you, there's no question about it. Now, good Lord, man, you've lived in Egypt. You've gone into magic. How do you know that? Uh, Why, Dorothy must have told me. Now, what do you say? Will you go? Well, why not? Good. Oh, we'd uh, better not say anything about it beforehand. We'll have a mob of Egyptians on our hands. Well, then, what time? Suppose we meet here in about an hour. Very well, I'll go up and unpack. Let's see. It'll be just about midnight. Yes. We'll need a driver, but I'll get one. I know a man in the native quarter. One I'm sure we can trust. Roxor, come back yet, Ali. No, Effendi. Oh, he won't be here tonight. I'm going to need you. Effendi, Douglas. Roxor has said... Now, still and listen. An enemy of Roxor's and mine has come to Cairo. Aywa, Yasidi. My knife is sharp. I will cut his throat and... No, you fool. This man's an American well-known here. I'm going to take him out of the tunnel under the Sphinx. You must have heard of it. Aye, Effendi. Are you saying... You have walked down the Black Steps. The Black Steps? Have you actually been there? No man has opened the door for 6,000 years. But I know, always, my people have known. I should have talked to you about this before. What do they say is in there, Ali? Evil. Evil, Effendi. The ancient priestess makes her black spells, even today. Well. Now listen to me, Ali. I'll have this man with me. He'll help me get inside the tunnel, but I have to close it up afterwards. I may need help. Effendi, I beg you. No enemy is so wicked as to be taken to the Black Temple. Let me kill him with my knife. And have the American government on my neck and rock saws? But Effendi, I'll... Now you just go out there and wait, Ali. You'll see my lights when we drive up. Allah, 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 help you if you aren't waiting when I call you. Go on now, go on. Oh, black night. Everything in black shadow. I'll never forget this, Mr. Chandler. No. Walking between the feet of the Sphinx. What must this old temple have been like when it was built? Well, not too different, I'd imagine. 
It never had a roof, you know. It was the temple of the sun god. Horus. The key of the temple is in the hand of Horus. Is that what the manuscript said? Yes. This is a figure of Horus carved in the back wall. I must have come here a hundred times before I found the manuscript. You'd better turn on your flashlight now, hadn't you? Yes, I suppose so. But don't you feel the spell of the darkness? I only hope you won't regret opening the door. Regret? I have looked forward to this for... There it is. The hand of Horus. Press firmly upon the hand and the way will open... It's true. Black steps going down into darkness. Come along, Chandler. Keep the light pointed down. I know the way. Chandler, I've been here before. I thought you might have been... No, I don't mean... But where's the priestess? What priestess? An alabaster figure in the niche on the wall just over the altar. There she is. Oriunda. Do you even know her name? Douglas, do you realize what this means? I meant to shoot you. But the knife on the altar... It has taken countless lives in the ancient rite of sacrifice. It is waiting for you. No. Now I know why I had to come to this place. To kill an enemy here, at the feet of Oriunda. Now. Stop. Oh, no. You will see the power of what you call magic. Drop the knife on the altar. No, you must die. Drop it. No, I... I... Uh, uh. Gordon Douglas, look at the lamp the priestess holds between her hands. A lamp that is as old as time. As old as evil. Yes, look into the living past. The living past. See yourself as you were 6,000 years ago. I see... On my knees before this altar. In the dress of ancient Egypt. Listen. Oriunda, priestess of the black arts, hear me. While time endures, I swear to ally myself with thine evil. While the Sphinx stands, though a thousand centuries unroll, I will do the work of Ariaman, prince of darkness. Chandler. Ah, yes, I see now. Roxor was wrong about you. If he'd been with us, he'd know your magic's more than a trick. Roxor must be just one link in a chain of evil men going back beyond the pharaohs. You've served them all, Douglas. Oh, why didn't I realize the forces I was up against when I met you? Why must there always be someone? There always will be. Dorothy would have given me the formula... Only you appeared out of nowhere. So you had to steal it. It was so easy. I even knew in Lisbon that you were on your way to Cairo. Jean was to have killed you. No, I didn't go by way of Lisbon. What? I didn't come by plane at all. Oh, you must have one. 
Why, even you can You haven't learned yet. Douglas, where is Roxor? Out of Cairo, just for these two days. Why? So you have the formula with you now. You think I'd leave it in the hotel for you to find? Give it to me. No. The devil, your magic. Magic has nothing to do with this. Don't let go of me. Give it to me. No, I... Give me that formula. Uh, is it? I'll light a match and make sure. And what are you doing? Regent worked years to perfect that. Yes, and I'm burning it here on the altar. Oh, no. From what Robert said, it's just the place for it. You fool. Come on, get up. We'll go back to town. Uh, now tell me how to find Roxor. Or will he be leaving Cairo now that this little scheme's blown up? Leaving? When he can sit here quietly pulling the strings until... Find him yourself if you can. Until he holds the world in his hands, you were going to say. Hmm? You... You know? Yes, I know. Well, Douglas, we won't meet again. You'll be leaving Cairo whether Roxo does or not. Yes. My work here is done. But there will be other lives. What? Not that way, Douglas! Who are you? I am Ali Effendi. I was to wait for him. Where has he gone? Where do the lost ones go? I, the lost ones. Ariman has taken him away. Oh, come now. I was joking. He's just... No, no. You speak truth. Men are just snatched away by the Prince of Darkness, Ali. I begged him not to walk down the black steps. I begged him. Well, he came out, didn't he? But then he vanished. You heard his cry. Yes, but I tell you, men don't just disappear into thin air. Or do they? Next week, at this same time, the makers of White King Granulated Soap bring you another thrilling story of Chandu, the magician. Tomorrow morning, when you do your household shopping, be sure at the head of the list, you write the words, White King. You'll like White King for washing clothes and for washing dishes, too. Yes, there is something about a dishpan full of nice, warm soap suds that makes a woman feel that her dishes will come out really clean. White King is a soap, a gentle, thick-sudsing dishpan soap. Every tiny White King granule dissolves quickly and completely in your dishwater. Whips up to billowy clouds of foaming soap suds. The right kind of suds for fast dishwashing. Then, White King suds rinse away quickly and completely when you douse your dishes with hot water. Leave china, glassware, and silver so extra bright they dry in a jiffy. And you'll like White King for another reason. White King soap is extra kind to hands. It is so easy on lovely hands that thousands and thousands of ladies who use it say, I love White King. Yes, indeed. For washing clothes or dishes, you'll love White King. Nothing washes like soap. And there is no soap like White King. (laughs) 
Yondu the Magician is based on the original radio drama created by Harry A. Earnshaw and is written by Vera Oldham. We invite you to listen again next week at this hour when the makers of White King Soap bring you mystery, romance, and intrigue in... Chandu, the magician. Howard Culver speaking. This is the Mutual Don Lee Broadcasting System.